You are now listening to Jen and the Girl on the Sound Structure Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Iodolic Apparel. Not just a clothing line, but a venture. Be good and tres, dos, uno. All right, this is Jenna the girl, and it's my first outdoor episode. And there's gnats everywhere, everywhere. They they kind they kind of subsided on me, but they eating her up. So you might be either sweet or funky. I'm <laughs> sweet. Okay, we're gonna take the sweet road <laughs> and whatnot. So I kind of I kind of got out of Philly and where I was at for a little bit, get some fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Um, we were talking about some crazy shit last night and we were talking about families and, you know, standing up to your family if they trying to uh, take advantage of you and disrespecting you. Cause I feel no child should disrespect the parent at all period. And my guest has been going through a little something, you know, with a family here and there. She'd been through some ups and downs throughout her life and everything ain't perfection. You know, it's, it's, it's about progress and she's at a point in her life you want to say how old you are? 52. How are you 52? You just I'll be turned... 52 in September. So you're not 52 yet? Well, I'm 52. I'm 51 in 11 <laughs> months. <laughs> See how people just try to take advantage hey. of certain, you know, situations. <laughs> she's 51. And basically, more or less, she's, uh, her, her life done took a turnaround for the better, you know. So I'm kind of a person that, you know, I was talking to her and telling her she got to stay on her ground. She can't keep letting her children, you know, just be be whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like and I mean, let's, let's clear it up. She's Italian, you know what I'm saying? And and, and Italians are crazy too cuz you know, black people, we we do what we got to do to survive, you know what I'm saying? We don't allow that talking back and you know what I'm saying, cussing at our parents, you know what I'm saying? My mom is 70 years old and I never saw what her stomach looked like. So, and that's real rap. But today's age, you know what I'm saying, the females is just crazy with it. And she went through a little bit of something where she wanted to. Well, you could tell a story. Oh, well, uh, I have a daughter who wanted me to pick up my granddaughter, and I explained to her that I was working. And I guess, you know, it wasn't a good enough thing for her for an answer that I was working and that I wasn't able to do it because she wanted an answer immediately. So when I told her I was unable to do it at the time. What she want you to do? She wanted me to pick up my granddaughter up in, up her, you know, in, in bring her back down to her because she was at her father's house Mm -hmm. so when I told her I wasn't able to apparently you know she goes into this mode where now it's I'm never I've never uh what would she say oh this is typical um you know it's it's you're never there anyway you're not a grandmom and a mom and all that stuff you know she uses that because of the fact that you know when she was growing up I'm a single parent I did dumb shit of course we all did our dumb shit you know but as we get older, you know, we learn. Not everybody's born a parent, you know, especially when you have to do it by yourself. And, um, you know, she continuously makes me feel guilty for the things that I've done by saying to me, you're not a grandmom, you're not a mom, you're never there for us, you're always running for everybody else, you don't, you know. But she was the one who basically said to me, go do something with yourself. And when I finally go to do something with myself, now, you know, it's... She, she's got to be, you know, oh, you're not there kind of attitude. So I told her, okay, fine, then don't ask me for nothing no more. So do you do you feel guilty that she tries to throw that into your face every now and then? And how, how long does she, well, not how long, but how many times she, throw, she throws that into your every face? Every time she don't get what she wants. Okay. Anytime she don't get what she wants, that's the thing. Oh, you're not a mom. You're not a grandmom. 
you know, like I said, I did some dumb shit in my time, but I'm also, like I said, I was a single parent. I was learning too. I was a young mom. You know, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, brought in this world with mom papers. When, as soon as you come out, your mom, you got, oh, here, sign these papers. You're going to be the best mom ever. No, you got to learn along, you know, alongside your children. And you got to learn in general what your rights, you know, what you did wrong, what you did right, you know, things like that. But you know, she still holds me responsible for a lot of things that I did. And I don't feel that, um, I have said sorry plenty of times. I've apologized. I've over and over again. And I get to, a, I, I finally, you know, before got to a point where I'm just not apologizing anymore for this. You're 30 something years old. You're not a perfect mom either. I could be putting shit out there that people would be like, Oh my God, you portray something, but you know, it's just like, you, you can't, you know, the old saying, don't throw stones at glass houses. You know what I mean? So you can't, she can't say that, that I was a bad mom. She can't, I mean, I'm, she can say that I wasn't perfect, but I mean, I look at it like this. You're alive. You survived. You got kids of your own. I must have done something right. You're still here. Okay, so you, I said, I said is a sign of weakness. Because if somebody, if any of my children throw any kind of shade at me, me personally, I fall back. I don't got to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Half my children are grown, you know what I'm saying? I got three I got three children left that's under three years uh under the age of eighteen. And basically more or less, they the only ones really that I kinda pay attention to. You know what I'm saying? Well not kinda, but I pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. And my older ones, you know what I'm saying, trust me, I, I went to war with a couple of them and I fall back. I'm not going to expel the energy to deal with what you trying to, you know, bring at me, you know what I'm saying? We all got to forge our own. Well, way. let me say this. It's just um, a kind of in a way I, I do blame myself because the kind of in a way it was like I felt guilty because of what they were through with my marriages and how I had to deal with the situation I was in with them. So I felt like if I compensated for them as far as, you know, different things in their life, like not be so hard on them as far as like the discipline. I mean, needless to say, yo, I, I, I did do my discipline when they really, really, really messed up. But I felt like I had to compensate for them to uh, get them away from the abuse that we was in. So I kind of feel like they, they, you know, in a way, my fault, maybe I should have stayed on it a lot harder, but I just felt guilty. So my guilt got to me. And that's the thing with me is when it comes to my kids, I feel guilty. So when they do things to me, you know, and they tell me, oh, you, you know, you, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Then I get that guilt feeling and I'm like, all right, all right, I'll I'll do it. You know what I mean? But now it's to a point where it's like, no, I've, I've, I feel like I've come to a point at one time in my life where I say to them, look, when you're 18 and under, I have to be held responsible for you because you're, you're a child. You're in my home. You're under the age of 18. I got to be responsible for you. But once you turn 18, you have your, or, or you're moved out, whichever one comes first, you have, you have different roads, your own self to go down. You have three different roads. You can either go down your own, you can go down mine, or you can go down the one that, that fits both of us. So if you choose to go down my road, that's your fault. If you choose to go down both roads... Wait, what do you mean you're, you're rude? Like, like, if you're going to follow my footsteps and do the things I did with you... Okay, as, while she has children. Right, as, a, as having children, then that's your fault. Okay. So she, she, should, been, she should have been led by example. And, and, a, then she, and then she pick her own road. Yeah. You know, well, she look at you as being led, as the leader of things that didn't go the way that she wanted or was supposed to go. Right. And then learn from that. Now, you can either make my mistakes and your mistakes, which you do, 
But if you know, but I can't be held responsible for everything you do in your life. I mean, I'm your mom. I gave birth to you, but at one point, you know, you're not really mine. You're, you know, what I'm saying you're your own person. After 18. Yeah, and if you want to continuously, you know, screw your life up and want to continuously to blame me, then that's your weakness, not mine. I'm just being a mom. Okay, so how did you come to the point where you know, all right, look, I'm fed okay. up. I'm, I'm fed done. up because of the fact that. When we were talking about the conversation about picking up my granddaughter, and she said to me, oh, you're no mom, you're no grandmom, you're never there for us, da-da-da, I should have known better than to ask you for anything. And I said to her, then don't ask me anymore. And I left it alone. She turned around and blasted me on Facebook and said, it's a shame that you have parent, that you don't have parents and they're not even dead. So I blasted her. It's a shame you don't even have parents and they're not even dead, meaning that you're not attentive you're not uh, at her aid or whatever. Wait, but she's a grown-ass woman. D- does she have a car? Yeah, but apparently it's, it's you know, down or whatever. Okay, does she have a boyfriend? Yeah. Okay, does she have a, a, a baby's daddy? Yes. So why she can't gather up those troops and go get her daughter, which is your granddaughter, and bring your granddaughter to her? Because on a real note, I believe that something she's lazy about. She's not, see, the thing between me and her is different is, is she's strong in some ways and I'm strong in some ways. But when it came down to getting kids and it came down to the kids as they were younger, I was always head first, gung-ho to take care of my kids. Kicking down doors, punching people, doing whatever I had to do to protect my kids. If I had to go, I didn't have nobody like she did. That's the problem with these kids, with her. I didn't have a mom and a dad to take my kids every week. Oh, here, mom, take my kid. Uh, you can, you can, um, you know, can you watch her for a week while I go run in the streets? No, I didn't have that. I was 17 years old, had to take care of my own babies. If I did not have a babysitter, I did not go anywhere. If I did not have anywhere to, if I didn't have a car and I couldn't go nowhere, I took a bus. I had to do what I had to do. Nobody did it for me. The problem with it is, is, and yes, I kind of blame myself again, is I gave her what I didn't have. And I kind of spoiled the situation because I wanted her to feel like she had a parent on her side because her father wasn't there. Because her father's been gone since she's been 17 years old in the state penitentiary. So he's not been there. And she's 31 years old. So that tells you how long he's been gone. Okay. Well, you were saying something more about she respect him yeah, more she than does. she respect I, you. Yeah, she does. So I said to them, I said, you know what? I'm out here. I'm out here struggling. I'm the one you come to when you need money or something, even if I don't have it. I'm the one you want rides from. I'm the one you want me to babysit. You know, things like that. And, I, and, and I'm the one that gets the shitty end of the stick. Because I say to them, why don't you ask your dad? If he's got money, why don't you ask your dad if he can babysit? Why don't you ask your dad this? No, because you know why? Because he ain't here. So what are you going to do? You're going to put it on me. You're going to make me feel like shit. You're going to eat at me. And I just don't think it's fair. Is he still in the penitentiary? Yes, he is. When he get out? Uh, from what I understand, a couple months. So when he get out, do you think tables is going to turn? Is it going to be... Because, you know, daddy, daddy's little girl is, is not just a, a saying. Well, that, that's, that's not a possibility because of the fact that he was never attached to her because the family never uh, acknowledged her so much as they did my son. Doesn't matter. If a female craves her dad and she has the potential to get to him, she's going to get to him. That's why I said the dynamics of what you all go through may, may, not be, may not have too much effect on you when he does get out, but... You'll see if he if she does get in touch with him, you know what I'm saying? Like, is he'll be the go-to person now all of a sudden? 
Oh, yeah. And then when she finds out he's got all this money, he'll, she'll be definitely going to him. Well, there you go. <laughs> so that, that changes the dynamic right there. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, but I you're, just you're get paving, upset. You're paving your way, though. You're, you're doing what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? What do you do now, occupation-wise? I'm do, driving for Lyft, um, you know, managing a barbershop, trying to keep it together. Um, you know, just doing what I can. You know, lately it hasn't been all that great because of situations with Lyft and all that. But, you know, I've, I've been doing what I can. Oh, well, summertime. Yeah. So, you know. But on, on a real note, you know, it's like you, you, I think my problem was is I tried to be more their friend than their mother at times. And I think I should have just stayed, like, because I'll tell you, there, there was a time when she was like 14 and she thought she could sneak out of the house. And I went looking for her, tore the whole back of my leg up, running after her, trying to find her because she snuck out. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, somebody right. somebody else do that? Yeah, right. When they was little? Yeah, right. Oh, okay. So, you know, so when I got her... And when so, she, so, so the apple don't fall fall from the tree. Right, but the difference yeah. between the two was is my I, I, ne- I didn't get my ass beat. They just, they just stopped dealing with me because I was always constantly on the run. With okay. her, I tore that ass up. And it didn't work? It, well, it, she never went back out again. Oh, okay. Because so I, I mean, literally, I didn't care about DHS or nothing. I took my fist and was punching her ass, her leg. I did. I was like, all except for her face, of course. And I said, Why? Because you didn't want to get caught? Well, I said to her, I said, I'd rather do this than did somebody you, else did do it. Did you beat her with a, a telephone book? No, I punched <laughs> the shit out of her, though. You didn't do I took her that? door from her from her bedroom. You took her door? I took her door off her bedroom. Wait a minute, hold on. Yep, so, so she had no to... privacy, nothing. Oh, okay. So yeah, no I was. It was that was a privilege. Yo, you're in my house. <laughs> so you literally took a screwdriver. Yeah, and took the fucking and door, took the door off. Door off the hinges. <laughs> yep. And, and yep, and she wasn't getting it back because you're not gonna sneak that's out of the my first house. First time I ever heard that. Oh yeah, and believe me, it worked because when a 14 year old girl don't have her damn privacy. Okay, uh, so she wasn't going go through the window like you did back in the day because you know you told me that story earlier. Yes. So. <laughs> That was kind of crazy how you was escaping. So I definitely, you know, would you say you had yeah, a ladder or something? I had a chain ladder. It, mm-hmm. I was like 14 at the time, 15 or 14. And I was staying at my grandmom's house for the summer because I was living in California with my parents, uh, my, my dad and my stepmom. And um, I was visiting grandmom and I had my own room and everything. And at that time, I was the only granddaughter. I've been the only granddaughter for like basically 17 years. So I was kind of spoiled. So I had like you know, um, my own room. So I had these, I don't know, people our age might know about it. If you're like between the ages of maybe 40 and our 50 or so, you'll know about the chain ladder that hangs out the bedroom door with bedroom window for right, fires. Right. right. So never had one. Okay. Well, at about ele- after grandma left for work, cause she worked the 11 to seven shift. So as soon as granny left, my ass was through the chain thing down over the window over the ledge, climbed down, we close the window, so you know. That's some that's some bold that's some bold shit from the gate. Cause I'm not escaping out no crib, just to go do whatever. My well, mom I could. And I, my had no, I had no choice because I had my uncle and my bro, my uncle, and my aunts were there. No, and no, 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 no. You got a choice to keep your ass in the house. So I'm not getting that beat down from my pop. You know what I'm saying? But my so, grandma never did anything like that. Cause that's that's the that's the same thing that your daughter does to you. Mm-hmm. Cause she know that she's not gonna get that. You know what I'm saying? She might have got, got the beat down, but it's not going to be a, a a man's rage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So And I didn't, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was the crazy part. It was like females cackle all day long back and forth. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it is. It stay right there. With a man's rage, you know what I'm saying? You know you ain't get the front of your face punched to the back of your face. <laughs> so basically, more or less, I wasn't going through that. Yeah, well, I... I 
got caught. You know what I'm saying? I did and get caught. I did get I caught. I seen my pop put hands on motherfuckers. So yeah, yeah. Basically, more or less, uh, I don't mean to be using profanity because I'm talking to a lady, you know what I'm saying? And this is Jen and the girl. And I got to be a little bit diverse. You know, this ain't the Talk Heavy podcast. But I'm talking with Des, and, you know, she told me, showed me a little bit of her perspective on certain things in her life and the way she does, you know. And she's Italian, so we're going to get into that. Do you speak Italian? No, unfortunately. You know, that's a ripoff. I know. And, you know, the sad part about it is my mom was a third generation of Italy, and I was the fourth, and I should And my grandfather, he talked it like crazy and, and never learned it. you couldn't understand it. No, well, I wasn't. Unfortunately, I wasn't around long enough to learn anything because by the time I was, yeah, you were sneaking out the damn window. So <laughs> no, <laughs> they sit you down and teach you something. No, because by the time I, um, I was old enough to even do anything, my grandfather passed when I was four. So, okay. and then by the time I was five, I Rest was shipped off. Yeah, shipped was, off. I was shipped to my dad's in California. Oh. My oh, mom okay. couldn't do anything. With oh, so you was on the West Coast too? Yes. Hmm. You yeah. like it out there? I loved it in California. So why you come back to Philly? Uh. Well, short story, I was married, uh, got divorced, had to get away from him immediately, very abusive, and most of my family's here, so I Okay, so that's a great idea. You had ties in Philly. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, um, and that's it's, it's kind of a segue because I was talking to somebody about the um, immigration and whatnot and the, um, the people that's coming from Mexico or whatever they're coming from trying to cross the border, and I was telling them they don't have the luxury of having people that live in america right with the children and whatnot you know what i'm saying um and you just like kind of hit the hit it hit it right on on target by saying that you had somewhere to run you yeah. had somewhere to be somebody to escape to right you know what i'm saying right. being that it is in philly you know what i'm saying so you you came from cali you stayed here and whatnot and um you ain't never looked back no you never went back at all. Never since okay. 1999. I've been since okay. 1998. I've been here. I was 32 when I showed up, hmm. and I told my family. They said, "Come on home." So that's what I did. So how you get home? I drove. Bus? Oh, you drove? Drove with two kids and a car full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you got three children, so you got pregnant on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, I got pregnant first time on the East Coast. Okay. I was 17. It was a, an, a a visit, and went up, you know, being with somebody and a visit. So why? It's kind of like how I can explain is is there was a point where I was. It was a whole moment. Yeah, no, not a whole moment. Oh, okay, Booty all right, let's put moment. it to you this way: there was a point where um, my father, and my grand, my father and my stepmother came back to Philly when I was a, when I was younger, for a minute, and I wound up meeting somebody when I was fifteen, and got pregnant at sixteen, had the baby at seventeen, but I had been here for a couple years. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How old was you with the first child? 17. So what was that, in Cali or Philly? Philly. Okay, so you wasn't pregnant when you got the, when you was in Cali? No. Oh, okay. okay. No. I thought you had a child and you was married in Cali. You just was married? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got married, ran here, and then you got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you married that guy that got you pregnant? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then I lasted a little bit here, and then when my, um, my had a second child by him about... Uh, 20 months later had another one mm-hmm. and of course the marriage didn't work out so by then I was like I think I was like 20 21 something like that and I decided I wanted to get out of here because it wasn't any you know anything for me and I left and went back to Cali and stayed there for another 10 something years and then came back here and that's been here ever since so I only came back here actually once and that was just the duration of being married and having two children mm-hmm. 
And then after that, I went back to Cali, stayed in Cali, you know. So, yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah, I loved it in the 70s, though. Okay. That was the awesome time. And now, uh, just jumping off the ship, I heard you, uh, no pun intended, I heard you uh, like black guys. Oh, yeah. What What is the, the thrill? Or is it a thrill or is it really something that's deep? It's deep. I was never happy with a white guy. Why I never not? I don't know, it just didn't seem it didn't seem comfortable. It didn't seem right. It didn't seem natural to me for some reason. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it does. It just I I just couldn't deal with them. Like So what do you mean what do you mean natural? Like like I wasn't supposed to be there. Like okay. I'm I I blend in naturally with more so with a, with a black man than I do a white guy. You blend in. Yeah, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't know how to put it to it as far as, like, um, happier, more contented, more, you know, comfortable, more everything, you know? Okay, well, are you are you adapted to a black man's culture? Yes. Okay, so can you identify with certain things that he goes through and certain beliefs that he has? All right, I can't. I, how, how do I say it? I say it like this. Um, let's say, for instance, let's say, for instance, um, somebody, how can I say it? How can I say it? I, I, it's right there in my head, and I'm trying to explain it as I can't, I, I know what, you, what, what black men go through. I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel the passion. I feel the the anger that they have i feel it but i can't be in their body their mind their soul to actually go through their actual feelings you know what i'm saying like right. i feel from the outside looking in okay is that a good way of saying it yeah kind of sort of yeah so i i i um i don't want to say sympathize because sympathize is not like a word it just kind of like sounds like you're feeling sorry for somebody, and that's not what I'm trying to do. I just, I just know their struggle. I feel their struggles. I see their struggles. I feel, you know, their their anger and their. But I, I mean, to be an actually, as they say, to be if I was actually a black man, I would actually know everything. But I don't agree with a lot of things. I've never agreed ever since I was little. I've always, and it's like, it's like for instance, a step off for just a second. It's like when somebody knows they're gay from the time they're little. Right. I knew I liked black men from the time I was little, no matter what, because white men just did not appeal to me. The only reason I wound up marrying white men was because of someone of the family, not so much my dad, because my dad, I was brought up diversal in California, you know, diversity in California where they didn't, you know, do that. It wasn't there. You know what I mean? I didn't see that kind of stuff. But when I became, you know, with with here being here. I, you know, oh, you can't be doing that. My grandfather, who, my grandpa Baker, who was, you know, who worked with, his thing was, is in which I didn't like when it was said in this way was, I'll work with them, but I'm not going to eat with them at my table. Why? I, I don't, I, I could never understand that. I couldn't either. I couldn't either. Our, our blood runs the same. Our hearts beat the same. If you need something from our bodies, you know, we can provide it and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing different. I mean, like, sometimes, like, there are some differences, and that in a medical way, there is some differences where diseases are concerned. Like, you, like, like the black culture will get different diseases than a white culture will get. But I think that's the, that's about as, as 
separated as you'll get. Okay. We can't get uh, sickle me... cell anemia. You guys, okay. you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. But we both can get diabetes. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? That's what I was going to say. Give yeah. me an example. Yes. You you know what I mean? Like, you, like for instance, you know, as a black man, you can get the sickle, sick, sickle seal, cell, whatever it is. Spit it out. Spit it out. <laughs> but white people can't get that. Uh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Now, now black people are more, are more prevalent to getting higher cholesterol and high blood pressure because of the you know what i mean then 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 white folks are supposed to or whatever but everything else is the same if you were to skin your arm you're going to be bleeding just as if i was bleeding i don't find anything wrong with it that's why when i that's that's my sister when she when they all found out on the real note because i never let anybody really know anything until I was like when I came here at 32 I said you know what I'm not happy with what's going on I'm gonna do what I want is that makes me happy and I started dating black guys in the open I know it sounds crazy but I just decided fuck the world excuse the expression I'm gonna do what I want to do and in my family will tell you I've done what I wanted to do my whole life but at this point I wanted to do what I do and my sister said something to me till this day she cannot answer and she said to me why do you date black men? You are missing out on so much. And I said to her, I looked her in the eye and I said, what the hell am I missing out on? And to this and she day, can't she it. can't answer it. She can't answer it. What am I missing out on? They're men. They got a face. They got arms. They got everything a man has. The difference is, is their skin. So, so what is it that I'm missing out on? So you, do you think a black man has treated you better than a white man because you're a little bit more submissive to a black man than being uh, rebellious to a white guy. Meaning that if you would have gave a white guy another chance besides whatever you was going through mm -hmm. and you know, you know, I, they just say, fuck it. If I, if I can't do it with this problem, I'm gonna go to another person. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm gonna stay within my own lane. Do you think that a black man treats you better because you're more submissive to a black man than to a white guy? Yeah, I've been treated a lot better. Yes, okay. I, and and not only be, being submissive as far as that, it's just that's my nature. Like even if, to be honest, even if it was a white man, I'm mm -hmm. I'm a person of of I I am I'm a giver. I don't care if I get anything back. I'm right. a giver. I'll keep giving and giving and giving, and sometimes it gets me in trouble. But I'm a giver, and I don't stop giving just because something happens to me that's bad because of it I don't stop just because somebody loves me and they destroy me I'm not going to stop loving the next person I'm not going to stop being who I am I can't help who I am you know if I get hurt in another relationship I'm not going to be like okay well you hurt me so now the next guy is going to get paid for it no I'm going to do okay the so next what's thing. your what's your goal as far as relationships what's, what's your end line or is there in line or you just keep want to build and build and build, you know what I'm saying, with whoever you are? Because if you're submissive and you're living their dream, what about your shit? What are you going to do with yourself? How do you build yourself, your character, you know what I'm saying, where you have your own uh, respect for yourself and others to see you and they respect? Because even in the Bible, it says a person that, that has it is going to get more, you know what I'm saying? But if you keep giving it away, people are not going to look at you. You dig what I'm saying? People that's that's on a pedestal and they have this, they have that, they have that. People seem seem to uh, to levitate towards them. You dig me? And like, damn, he got it. Something about him will make me give to him so I can get it. You know what I'm saying? So what about you? What, what, how how do you get yourself to a point where people respect you? If you if that's what you're looking for, you know what I'm saying? As far as the relationship and everything is concerned, because you can't give away the farm. No, I know that. 
So how do you, what do you, what is your goal on something like that? I mean, my goals are event. I want to do something for myself. I do. I want to, um, well, I got, I had the idea of what they call the purple packing Mm -hmm. and purple packing. (laughs) That shit sounds familiar. Yeah. Don't it? Purple packing. It's, it's for moving. Yeah. I can move people. Um, so you you want to start a moving company? Yeah. Okay. Start a moving company and get it together, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, also, you know, I could do clean outs or, or if that's possible, or even, you know, organize, 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 organizing, you know, uh, things in people's homes and taking stuff that they don't want. And so you want to rob them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you go into somebody's house and organize them, you know. Well, you know what I mean. I, like, barely, I barely see, I barely heard something like that, and I definitely didn't never see anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, well, they get A house pay- organizer. Yeah, hmm. you go in, and somebody will pay you to, to um, and you know, me being OCD, hmm. you know, I'll go in and take a, a room that looks like a disaster area and, and make it look beautiful. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Organize. Watch, it's a B. It's right by your arm. Okay. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. To organize, make it look nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, See that? We out in the nature. Almost got stung by a bee because of her. She wanted to come out here in Newton. Newtown. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Newtown. It's Newton. <laughs> she wanted to come all the way out here in Newtown. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, if you're looking on YouTube, I'm going to send you some pictures. Well, you can see the pictures right now. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I want to do that eventually. I've, oh, I've had a lot of, you know, um, I just... And and I and I even thought about like uh, putting it on Facebook now, and then just if I needed, if I got somebody, you know, get paid. Uh, yeah. Mm. No, I can't get stung. Here come the bees, and she get can't get stung. stung. You can get stung. No, I can't get stung. Or we're going to St. Mary's. I don't know where is that. We live people. <laughs> no, you have you have no clue. I'm allergic. I'm allergic. <laughs> <laughs> you got him. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't want nobody you getting be stung. Fucked up now. Oh yeah. Well, this is what you call nature. <laughs> yeah, we live. You know what I'm saying? If y'all hear that? I wish I could have recorded that, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everything ain't for everybody. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want. Yeah. I would like to. Uh, you know, I was thinking about even starting it as far as putting it on Facebook and letting people know that you know if they need their house organized now. I can come out and do something like that. So, you know? so help them clean, adjust. Yeah, do things like that and make, you know, yeah. that extra money. And then... Yeah. Older people. Yes, people who can't really move around that too much. They can't move around too much. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a very useful person. I, I don't... I like helping. That's my... I, I got the nickname Helperton. Help Helperton. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah, I know. Don't it? Yes. <laughs> So, you know, that's my, uh, you know, I like to help. And, and the crazy part about it is, is I always get, well, you help everybody else, but you don't help yourself. And I say right. to myself, I'm happy when I help somebody. It makes me happy. So so you get guilt trips. Well, not guilt trips. No, I'm saying you get guilt trips. I was going to tell you why you get guilt trips. You get guilt trips when you feel as though that you're receiving things and not giving back. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I I really would rather just give and never and and if I don't get back, that's fine for me. You know, I mean, I know people say, oh, that you shouldn't act like that, you shouldn't talk like that, but you know what? Well, I mean, if it's, you it's want, bad, if you want to, I'm not gonna say no, don't do it. It's, it's not a bad thing that you talk like that. You know, what I'm saying somebody, somebody think that you're being, uh, what is it, too passive or mm-hmm. they they try to take advantage of that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. 
That's but, why. Uh, I, I have to say though, uh, <laughs> and make it funny is you know, what? and reason why another reason why I don't like white guys is because they are extremely passive, and I can't have two passive people in a relationship. So you want somebody to come in the crib and shake you up a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and tell you why you ain't cooked the bacon. And no, this, 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 this. Okay. Is, here's a prime example, and everybody cracks up laughing when I tell them this. So if I don't laugh, what can I do? You don't have to laugh, okay. but I'm sure that if somebody else heard this, I'll probably get some laughs. But anyway, uh, this is a, a prime example. You, you got a white guy, right, and you guys are going out. Going out to, you know, going out to dinner or whatever it is, you're going to go to a party, right? Right. And your chick comes down the steps and she looks like a goddamn rainbow. She got all different colored clothes on. Right. And a lot of white guys, they'd be like, oh, baby, you look great. Because, they, you know, they, they just don't care in a sense. You know what I mean? Like a percentage of so, them. So they basically they, they scared to tell her she's fat. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay. right. Yeah, or like, hey, baby, don't you you know, whatever. You get a black man who's taking you out to dinner or you're taking you out somewhere and you come down looking like a yeah, goddamn rainbow. Out like that. He'd say, bitch, not so much bitch, but hey, yeah, bitch, yeah. you better go upstairs, look in the mirror and change what you hell you got on because you ain't going out looking like that with yeah. me. Okay, you one, know? one, I didn't laugh. <laughs> two. You're smiling. We, I'm smiling because <laughs> my shit is funny. But other than that. I understand what you're saying yeah. because I'm not going for that. If you fat, if you got something on that's that's, that's messed up and it, right. don't, it don't go with the flow, like, nah, man, you got to change that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. If you ask me, are you fat? I'm going to tell you, yeah, right there and right there. Mm-hmm. But it's a good fat. You know what I'm saying? It's my fat. Right. I love my fat. Right. You know what I'm saying? To whoever you are. Right. You dig me? But I, I feel you on that one, you know? So yeah. you, you like somebody with... with, with a man. I a, want a man. A, a power. I want a man you know who, yes. Not powerful, but just a power. Right. Correct me if they feel I'm wrong. Adjust you. Help you out. Right. Give you guidance, advice, right. just right. that and a third. Okay. Right. Somebody to take over. Not, yeah, to take over, but not to a point where they're running, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, not take over. No, no, no. I was on Facebook, and one of my Facebook buddies, they put on, they put something on there, and it said, uh, basically, uh, when is, when are we gonna get back to the guys planning shit, vacations, this, that, and the third? And uh, my yeah. thing was, I don't know if you saw it, or <clears> that, but my thing was like that's all we ever do. You know what I'm saying, guys? We we come up in the game, and and and, and our DNA is aimed to courting a female. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we could spend multiple money, we could spend multiple time. You know what I'm saying? And we can plan multiple things. And now is everything is everything is the, the line is blurred. You know what I'm saying? Females want equality. Females want to be here. Females want to be there. Y'all want to be looked at as equals. I've never said that you wasn't an equal. You dig what I'm saying? Because equal to me is two lines straight down. You dig what I'm saying? And if I'm standing next to you, that's two lines right, straight up and right, down. Right. But other than that, you're looking at something that men have been doing and women have climbed their way up to getting to the point where y'all want all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all cry independence, but yet you got your cash app open, asking for this, asking for that. You know what I'm saying? You got doing this, doing that. You know what I'm saying? And if a guy don't have now, I'm from the strip club, so I done seen guys come in, spend multiple amounts of money. You dig what I'm saying? And then I heard girls say, oh, he a bum. You know what I'm saying? The nigga ain't got no money. This mm-hmm. and that. They're like, wait a minute. The boy just paid twenty to thirty dollars to get in the door. The drinks was goddamn near twenty dollars a piece almost. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus buying food, tipping other girls, 
And just because you got to him, you know what I'm saying? He might have been done for the night. You dig me? Every guy is not an ATM. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to. I want to veer too far from what I was asking. But do you think that men should be the only one that's planning everything? No. You know what I'm saying? No. And should you, if they don't plan, ask? Well, when you gonna plan something? When you gonna plan something? No. You know what I'm saying? Like I think females need to take initiative on that because is is you that want to have the fun. The guy might not want to do, you know, certain things or right. whatever. You know what I'm saying? And you, you do have some guys that's outgoing, um, aggressive on having fun, you know. Let's go on a cruise. Let's go here. Let's go. I'm Real rap, I've never been nowhere. You dig what I'm saying? So I, I aim for the dates for me to get somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've been in relationships where I've done all the planning. Mm-hmm. Yo, all right, well, let's go here. All right, let's go here. You know what I'm saying? So I've been with women that ask me, what you want to do now? Just do it. You dig me? So I'll be trying to, you know, I'll try to mix it up. You know I feel I feel like this. I feel when women were asking for equality, I think they got their 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 uh, their ideas a little too far. Like well, I, women wanted, I believe women want equality. Yeah, we, we believe. I mean, I mean, on a real note, I was I would have yeah. been like. I would have been like the perfect like 50s wife because I feel like, it, you know, um, how how can I explain it? It's like I, I'm the kind of woman that didn't mind staying home and having babies and cleaning up and being in the house and having her husband, you know, work and come home to a nice clean home and kids are good and, and everything. And women out there like that. And, and let's, you know, summer vacation. We already had plans, all you know, between the talking between the husband and the wife and making plans together right. and, and, you know, going out for summer vacations and, you know, all this stuff that, that that's that's how I would have been if I would have been a 50s wife. I, I would have been happy with that. But... You know, unfortunately, I wasn't born in that time, so I had to learn my. I had to learn myself how to take care of myself, even when it came to my children. So yeah, I didn't. As it ha- should be. Right. So I didn't have a man. Mm-hmm. And even the men that I did have weren't men that you would be like, oh, "Well, can we do this? Can we do that?" You know what I mean? So I had to do things on my own. Right. So. So it, they did, they didn't do the planning. No, they didn't do no planning or nothing like that. I had to do everything. So how did that make you? How did that make you feel like? It made me feel like, oh my God, like, um, do you have a mind of your own? Like, okay. can you think on your own? Do you think you can think of something for us to do or something to that effect? You know okay, what I mean? Okay, so but but my my thing is, and your situation is your situation, but the over the overall thing about it, you looking at millions and millions of guys and millions and millions of women, and if the guy don't do the make the plans, does that make him a certain type of individual? Does that make, does that make him lazy or um, uh, what, what can I say? Uh, not attentive to his woman. You know what I'm saying? Just because he don't make plans, like like me personally, I'm a guy. That I don't really want to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Because I know my grind. I know what I'm trying to do. Like you, I want other people to be happy, other people to benefit. Dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So on that level. I don't care about making plans, but I I can. You know what I'm saying? I'm a dude that's, I'll walk the mall. I'll go to the movies mm-hmm. daily. You know but what, what, what Let's just put it to you this way. Let's say that somebody makes a plan to go to, uh, we'll say the Poconos, and they want a, ca- a cabin up in the Poconos, and they say to you, yo, Vaughn, we, now, we would, we, I, I made plans to go to, to the Poconos. You want to go with me? Now, I would say, yeah. Back two years ago or whatever, you know what I'm saying? 
I'd be like, no, especially on the weekends, I can't do it because mm-hmm. I'm so busy grinding doing right, what I right, was right, doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if some, so if, so the plans were made that okay, look, uh, got this cabin up in in the Poconos. It's a couple suite. It's got all this stuff going on in there, and I paid for it. You gonna go now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will go now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If I had the, if I had the time and opportunity. You know what I'm saying, and not to put myself out there, but I'm trying to get a, a get a club now. Mm-hmm. But if that if I get that club, then it'd be back to null. Do you know what I'm saying? See, my my thing was me coming up. I had to show and prove to to, to people. If I get a, if I get a club, I had to show and prove to the owner that I can do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's good work ethics. You right. have to show them that you're able and capable of doing the it's job. It's bad at the same time, right? Because, because it screws the up your social life. It fucks up my social life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My weekend is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Your weekend is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now I gotta, I gotta show and prove to the owner, managers, this, that, and the third. When when that subsides, and just say a new manager come in, now I gotta go and show and prove to that person. You gotta start all over. You know what I'm saying? I gotta start all over again. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Now if the club shut down, I gotta start all over and get another club. You right, dig what right, I'm saying? Right, right. That's how I eat. So at that point in time, I couldn't go nowhere. Right. So you making plans to do that? Well, I'm, then I think then I think in that case, if if you if you have a situation where let's say you can't work, you have to work your weekends, right? Right, and the rest of the week is pretty cool. I think as a woman, and if my if I am flexible, if I can be flexible, you know, if one person's flexible, more flexible than the other, I think the one that's more flexible should be able to work around the person who's not. So let's hypothetically say. But Nine bring- to five job Monday through th- Monday through Friday. Right. You got to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You right. definitely have to do those days. But right. but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all that is is open. Right. I would feel that I'd be like, okay, yo, um, you know, I've already done what I had to do, like you were saying. I already had to prove myself, whatever, you know. Okay. So I would be like, all right, look, I need these, you know, I'm I'm putting in for these days off because I'm going away. Me and my dudes going away, and I need these days off. That's how I would do it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And then I wouldn't be able to make the plans where you could go and you could have fun. And then we'd be back in time for you to be able to make your money. Okay. But like I said, back then, I couldn't even do that uh-huh. because it was now I have children. So now it was, are right, you you got to go to work. And even if she wasn't established or, you know, had the time in or, mm-hmm. or could do anything like that, it still was a point of I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Now I got to recuperate from the weekend and, you know, start all over again. You dig what I'm saying? Like, the life of a DJ is, like, real crazy. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So, relationship-wise, people would be on the level of um, they want to fuck with you, they want to deal with you, but then when they see how hectic you are or if you don't call them back and, well, you ain't called me today, you know what I'm saying? Like, mom, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. This is why I don't have relationships, you know what I'm saying? Because people look at me from the outside and say, oh, I, I, I deal with him, you know what I'm saying? Like, he got his shit together on certain aspects. He looked like he cool, this, that, and the third, you know. And then when you get down deep into my life as far as being the DJ is you ain't got no time for that person. You know what I'm saying? You try to make time, but you ain't got no time for that person. And people don't look at it like that no more. Like, man, you don't even talk to me no more. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody tick me off real quick and shit, you know, Gemini shit. Tick me off and I don't want to be bothered with you. You dig me? So, you know, like I said, going back to the planning, like me personally, I've, I've done all the planning. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, even if it's just go, let's go for a ride. Mm-hmm. You dig me? It, it was on that level of um, me doing that and she wasn't doing nothing. So I didn't harp on it. So then when I saw that on Facebook, I'm like, 
damn, women women on that kick, just plan the shit. Just do it. Yo, babe, let's do this. I don't give a fuck if you do it 100 times. Just do it. Right, right. That's your relationship. That might be the part of the relationship that you're good at. They could be good at cooking. You know what I'm saying? They could mm-hmm. be good at preparing things for you. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Movie selections. All right, we're going to do it this day. We're going to watch a movie and we good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that'll calm you down and that make that give you serenity to come in and be with your your, your person that who you with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just plan it. How hard is it to plan something? Hey, yo, let's go to Jamaica. All right. Find out the details and get back to me. Cool. No problem. That's something you want to do. That's something you'll plan. Right. Exactly. You dig me? Right. Yo, this is the Jen and the Girl podcast. We out in the wilderness, man. She got me in Newton. <laughs> Newtown. It's Newton, man. He keeps on saying Newton. There's trees. I almost got stung by a bee. But it's you know quiet. It's it, not Philly. It's very quiet. So what you trying to say? It's Something not, wrong with Philly? No, I love Philly. Don't get me wrong, but I'm, it's sometimes. I'm in the Northeast. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard a gunshot in eight years. <laughs> so that's quiet to me. Yeah, but I'm saying is, is like sometimes you need that extra little quiet. Okay. That peaceful, let your close your eye, mind out of everything. Yeah, it's, it's, called, it's called sleep. Slices Serenity. of death. Serenity. It's called sleep. Slices of death. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Sleep. Yeah, slices, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you so, wake up, that was your serenity. Right. You so me? I also understand that uh, part of that uh, conversation was uh, people, uh, when they get married, women asking men to marry them. Yeah, do you think that's wrong? No. All right. Okay, so you was quick as shit to answer that. No, because on a real note, if you've been with somebody for quite a while and you feel like you're ready or whatever, I mean, mm-hmm. the worst that can happen is, is they say no, just like women say no. And the, But women are more susceptible to say yes than a man is to say yes. Now, being being in the mind of a man, he going oh, to pop the question when he ready. You know what I'm saying? So basically, you're on his timeline for that. Now, if you propose just because you think you're ready and you get that, you know what I'm saying? Nah, mom, I don't, don't want to get married yet. You dig what I'm saying? Now, do you shut down? Does Do that make you, well, damn, he ain't ready. I, I need I need the, the, the gratitude of, of marriage. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, uh, the gratitude of being married or, you know what I'm saying, of you saying yes and making me feel more complete. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like, you you ready for it? He's he he will do it eventually. But then but that's where that you, that's where you have to that's where you have to I guess be uh, patient I guess because if you really want to be with that person and you feel that eventually it's going to happen. I mean, like I was in a situation. I was in a situation where after three years it was it was here when I came back here. I was in a situation where after three years a guy asked me to marry him. Right. Ring the whole nine yards. Right. Propose the whole nine yards. Right. I said, okay. I said, I'll marry you. We've been together three years. I'm like, cool. So we, I was all excited and everything, and I'm looking in magazines, and, and we're living in this beautiful home and the whole nine yards. I had it. I had pretty much what I needed. Right. Um, I helped him get his daughter out of DHS from the mother. We were raising her the whole nine yards. Um, a couple years went by, and I said to him, I said, well, you know, I've got all these plans going on. I said, when are we getting married? He's like, all right, you make a date. I said, okay, so now it's five years into the relationship. Been engaged two years now. Yes, I agree, sir. Okay. So I said, okay, so we made a date. I kept planning, planning. I'm like, yo, you know, this date's coming. Like, you know, what are we going to do, blah, blah, blah. The date came and went. I was like, what the hell? So it got to a point where we were going on eight, nine years. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So if you plan to say I plan um, to get married next year, June 15th, you know what I'm saying? If you plan to get married that day, how do you 
say what you just said, well, that day came and went and nothing because you're planning prior to that day. Right. So now you know you got a deadline on right. certain things. Mm-hmm. So And I kept asking him and asking him and asking him, and he kept saying, okay, okay, just keep going. Keep, I'm like, but I can't do this by myself. This is for you too. You know, and I let it go, and I'm like, all right, so I just can't. I, I was showing him, look, this is what we can do. This is what we can do. Like, you know, come on, what are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. We were both working. We both had good jobs, the whole right. nine yards. Are you going to, you know, what? just let me know what the cost is. Let me know this. Let me know that. I'm like, all right, well, this is what's going on. What are we going to do? And all the way up until this date, and I looked at him, and I was like, you know, tomorrow was supposed to be the day. <laughs> and he was like, oh. I said, no, oh. I said, are you fucking kidding me? Excuse the expression. I said, I'll give you leap year. <laughs> I'm like leap year. That means you don't have to do nothing for every four freaking years. Like, what the hell is the deal? So by then it was going on eight, nine years. We had already been engaged. You know, after the third year we were engaged, and now all these years have gone by. So it's been like six years already. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, and I don't know why I hung it out, why I stretched it out. It was just the type of person I was. I mean, I, I at that point, you know. Right. And then I finally said, you know what, dude. You have six months to decide what you're going to do. I'm even giving you six months to decide what you want to do. So you, so you had no children by this guy? None, none. Yeah, I was, just I was helping him raise his daughter. Okay. I had one ring on my finger, and I was doing everything that a housewife and a mother and everything was doing. So was he cheating on you? I don't know. He said he wasn't, but I don't know. Okay. But anyway, so it turned out that I didn't even wait six months. He went to work one day. It was mm-hmm. like two months down the road because I just got fed up with it. Yeah. Two months down the road, he went to work, and I moved out while he was at work. Oh, that was slimy. When he came home, he, nobody was That there. was slimy. Oh, well. That was slimy. Yeah. Even though he had you hanging for nine years, that was slimy. Yeah. Moved. He came home, and everything shit. was gone. I would have did that shit after uh, two years, three years, proposal, five years. Mm-hmm. If you knew that first date, if you know that y'all was going to set that date, or y'all did set that date, mm-hmm. I would have left. I would have left two months after that for the simple fact that, damn, you made me look stupid. And when I said to you, yo, you know, we're supposed to be getting married tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, oh, shit, for real. White guy? Spanish. Spanish boy? Okay. So basically more or less. So then you know what I was told? He played you. He gave me a Puerto Rican engagement. That's what they call it. Oh, okay. A Puerto Rican engagement. That's where the Puerto Rican man wants to engage you but doesn't want to marry you. Oh, okay. Just to lock you down. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that shit with somebody. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Okay. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, uh uh-huh. Why not? Because it's the cruelest thing you can do to a woman. So why why do you have to be married? It's not so much the fact that it, it's it has it, it's a it's um it's more of a connection like more more of you feel more connected like you you have his y'all, last y'all, name y'all, y'all did, you, we're together like everything is wait and, you, can, and then, you can go downtown and get your last name the same as the person's last yeah, name yeah but it's not the same it's why is not, it not the same if me and you, you together okay listen if me and you were together and I die. You get everything. No, I don't. How not? By this, by the law, I will not get shit. Your after, kids. After seven years, you know who you, will get everything. After, listen to me. After you know who will get years, everything. That's no. why they call wills. You can write a will all you want. That that still works. Let me tell you what can happen. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you. Go ahead. Whoever you were married to last, right, will be eligible for whatever you have. No problem. Okay, which means, like for example, with this particular relationship, I said to him, I said, look, I said you're ten years older than I am. All right. I don't know who's going to die first. It, it, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I said, the only thing I want out of this is the house. At mm-hmm. least I have a roof over my head and right. I can go from there. Right. I said, that's all I want. OK. He said, no. He says, it's okay. going to my youngest daughter. OK, well, that's him saying. That. But listen, I said to him, he said, but you can still be here. 
I said, no, you're not getting what I'm saying. If something happens to you and you leave this house to your youngest daughter, do you realize your your ex-wife can actually come in this house and take over this house because she is a minor and she is her mother and she is her guardian and she will be responsible for all of her estate and I will be thrown in the street? Okay, that's something totally different from what I'm saying. So, If you have somebody and y'all both are on the same level, mm -hmm. this person and you... Mm -hmm. can go down wherever you need to go paperwork-wise mm -hmm. and do whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. A will will help aid in whatever. You know, of course, if he has younger children or whatever, you know what I'm saying, please divvy that up. If he has older children and they are already settled where they're at, you know what I'm saying, and they know that you've been rocking with this person, whether they like you or not, you dig what I'm saying, you've been with this person 10 years plus, that is yours. You dig me? You have solidified yourself within the relationship, whether that house is in his name or not. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Commonwealth kicks in. Uh, of course, you will get life insurance. I hope you do. because Some people don't even want to do that. You mm -hmm. dig me? But other than that, you are protected in some areas. Now, what you're saying is a total different thing. This dude was with you so long, and it's his house, and he already basically willed it to his kids by him even telling you that shit. No, you ain't getting nothing. But what? Mm -hmm. I didn't clean this house. I didn't. I've saved it three times with my taxes. I saved your house. See that? Mm -hmm. That's something even you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I saved him three times every year for three times because he was a union worker, and all those three times he was out of work for a long period of time, and I was getting five, six thousand dollars, and he was behind like three, three thousand. And, you just and I would give him my three thousand. I would give him three thousand dollars and tell him go pay the stuff what's left on the house. Three times I did that, you know. So you know. It, it just I got I got a bad taste in my mouth from it all. It's like I feel like you, you know feel gypped. Yeah, I feel like I was you know there for for. But that's the that's the that's the part. But that, it doesn't stop the, me from keep moving that's on. That's understandable. But that's the part that's that's your fault. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like to me, with everything that goes on in the world, the common sense that you need to, to obtain and keep should be yours to 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 uh, bring bring you know bring up. You know, got a rear. So if you see something that's fucked up, you need to be like, oh, oh, I'm done with this. Especially if it can't be in your benefit. That's why I say you you basically more or less doing things. What goal do you want to achieve as far as any relationship or whatever you want to do with yourself? You know what I'm saying? These people uh, are, are out. Everybody got their own agenda. Mm -hmm. I put that shit on my Facebook. I got my own agenda. You dig what I'm saying? I have an ulterior motive. If you are not in that plan, so be it. Do not consider me a nice guy, but I'm a nice guy. You dig mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Because you, you know that I will give you whatever it is that I can give you. You dig me? Mm -hmm. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? I still have to look out for me, which we all need to do. Of course. I also put on my Facebook, we all came on the planet the same fucking way. Stop begging. Stop asking. Push your own shit. Mm -hmm. And you should be all right. Now, if you can't do it and people see that you striving to do what you do, then, of course, you know what I'm saying, they'll kick in. You know, I see this brother doing well. You know what I'm saying? Let me help them out, you know, some kind of certain way mm -hmm. or whatever and shit. You know what I'm saying? Even if you do come to somebody, yo, man, I'm trying to keep this thing alive. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I need this. I need a little bit of help. I see you got it a little bit better than I do or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And see, one, black people got that that pride and they won't ask. Two, some black people don't want to help out another black person. You dig what I'm saying? So... We got a lot of self-hate within ourselves, too. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to lose it, lose it. Lose it all at once. Don't you know lose saying? it slowly. You know, if you're going to lose it, lose it. So, well, I ain't going to say 
all at once. You can lose it slowly. That way you can have a mindset to to go to another, you know, mm-hmm. oh, okay, fuck that. I, I can't deal with you no more. You <clears> know <throat> what I'm saying? So, But if you lose it too fast, then, you know, you fuck. You fucked up in the game. Okay. So basically more or less, you know what I'm saying? If I know that I'm pumping something into you and I see that you messing it up, you know what I'm saying? Of course I'm not going to do that no more. Now you're going to make me skeptical of everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Of course mm-hmm. everybody had their own story. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a kind of a problem with who we are. You know what I'm saying? And it could be anybody. I don't give a fuck what race it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But one, we have a crab in the barrel mentality. You know what I'm saying? And we don't have that helping hand. Right. So a lot of people need stuff, but you, we we got our own shit. So, okay, you can already make it. You know what I'm saying? And now I didn't help you out. Now I'm messed up in the game. Right. Because, see, you got to keep afloat to keep it, you know, going. So now you got it. Whatever you getting, like, yo, man, I got to keep this thing going. And, you know, I can't look back too much. You know what I'm saying? I, I know what you did for me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So now you got that dumb gas face. Like, damn, I done helped somebody out. I ain't doing it no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's that's a problem on that level. And some females go through that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm getting your perspective on certain things. Some females go through that. They, they put their all into it. Right. And and that's they'll my thing it. is I do. I put my all into everything. Yeah. And then it. sometimes it screws me and then sometimes it's beneficial. So, you know, and like they said, like I said, and like I said, you know, um, I, I, I just, I feel like, like I'll stick it out as far as I can stick it out. I'll do what I have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You get your, you take yourself and you work for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, you're trying to open up a company, Purple Packing. Dig me. So you you supposed to take that, and you supposed to run with that. Mm-hmm. That's yours, right? You know what I'm saying. You manifested that in your head. You know, so you supposed to make that come to light, right? And if you don't follow somebody else's dream, then you're gonna be fucked. Now you can help, but don't do it to the extent where you're doing everything for that person, right? In any relationship, I don't care. Well, how I mean, much like I said, I, I do. I love. I, I mean, I that's my thing is I've always been my my mother knew me better than anybody. And she would say to me, you know, you love so hard that it, it hurts. And I said, I know I can't help that. But, you know, when it comes to and like you were saying with marriage, it's it's a thing for me that to be I mean, you say a label. We have a labels, husbands, wives, right. girlfriends, boyfriends, that kind of thing. To me, it's important to mm-hmm. be someone's wife. To have their last name. It feels good to be feeling like there's a purpose. Um, I have a meaning somewhere. You know, like I have a meaning in someone's life that I'm that important to be a wife or to have your last name or to have your children. You know what I'm saying? Like that's important to me. Right. And, you know, a lot of women are like, oh, no, you know, I don't have to get married, this, that, and the other thing. <clears throat> well, that's you. But to me, it's important. It's, it's, it's. Okay, but if you don't get married, it shouldn't be a letdown if you're with somebody. Because whatever you develop with that person, you know what I'm saying, whoever whoever you can be with now or the next person, you know what I'm saying, they should have that that motivation to keep you leveled. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, shorty, ride with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure she cool. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. I'm going to make sure shorty all right. She did this. She did that. You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. real person, black, white, Puerto Ricans, whatever, a real person will do that for you like the dude you said you was with eight nine years he's a sucker yeah, you know he, what i'm saying yeah. but you got to look at it like well he, he pulled the wool over your head you know what i'm saying yeah he, and that's what i said and and that's why i was single for eight years okay i was single for eight years i just got tired of it and i was like you know what i'm just gonna stay to myself and for eight years i did what i wanted to do 
Yeah, I feel you on that. You one. know what I mean? And and you know what? And basically, more or less, I sit here, and now that's how I say, I'm remaining single. I'm not going nowhere. I don't care what nobody says about nothing. What's going on, boss? Hey. You guys pauses. For what? Are you just kind of going live? We're Ooh. yeah, we're li- kind of live. Yeah. Uh, no problem. I'm just checking, seeing what's going on, just making sure everything's cool. Oh. Okay. What's yeah. your status? What's your status? Status? Yeah. You a cop? Ranger? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Pennsylvania State Cop. I'm a ranger here at Tyler State. Okay. What's your name? Officer Watley. Badge number? ID nine, nine, number? Nine. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. We're just doing a podcast. Okay. Actually, it was a recording now, so. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Just checking out. All right. Okay. Yeah, everything's All right, good. Guys, guys. All, right. All right. Have a nice cool. night. Um, so, yeah, um. Right. I hear what I hear what you're saying. You know that it's, mm-hmm. it's it's it shouldn't be a major importance in a relationship. Hold on. As you just heard, the state police came through. You know what I'm saying? Being newsy as they normally do. You know what I'm saying? Now, I can get your perspective on that. As a white woman, do you get shook, scared when police officers come up to you? You know what I'm saying? Not anymore. I don't. Okay. No, because, because I know because I've been taught my rights. Okay. I've been taught not to be afraid of the situation at hand. Just Right. You know, call go slow, take it as it is. If they come up to you, you your first question is is whatever they pull you over for, whatever their questions are, you know, mm-hmm. what is this reason? Da da da. No, I'm not afraid anymore. No. Okay. I mean I never really was afraid, but I didn't know my rights neither. So right. you know okay. what I mean. Good. I'm glad you said that because a lot of people don't know their rights, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we was just interrupted by a what do you say it was a state he, police he officer? He was a state police okay. officer. He was a state police officer. As soon as you pull out that uh Sharks bane or that wolf bane, they get scared. Meaning that cell phone, you pull that cell phone out, they get humble. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Some yeah. of them do. Oh, I'm just checking on you, making sure everything's cool. You don't have to check on us. You know what I'm saying? We cool. You see two microphones. Some of them are idiots. You know what I'm saying? They want to just you know push right. their little power out. Exactly. You dig what I'm saying? But I mean, he was he was cool. He walked away. He just checking the shit. You know? Yeah. He knew not to ask for no names or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, because that would have been a no no. Oh, if he'd have did that, you dig what I'm saying? I'd have been like, <laughs> I ain't getting your shit, homie. <laughs> I don't have a right to give you nothing. I'm not giving We're you nothing good. unless you got a crime or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we just busting it up. This is um my girl Desi. And this is Jen and the Girl um, off the Sound Structure Network radio or Sound Structure Radio Network. And, you know, we're doing a damn thing. So I don't know who's going to be next on my list to talk to, but I'm going to try to give you the perspective of a woman. I don't know who's going to be next. But other than that, more or less, it's going to be a good thing. Because a lot of you females got a lot to talk about. And I know you do. Yes, we do. I know y'all Men, do. children, money, uh, life. Career. Yeah, everything. everything. Cars. Ourselves. Selves. We sometimes think of ourselves, you know, as, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, I don't know. We, we you know, some of us women don't like ourselves. I don't know why not. You know, it's the way the world is. They perceive us as we have to be skinny or we have to be this or we have to be that. But you know what? The big butt girl's in now. <laughs> okay, well, basically more or less. To me, you just got to be intelligent. Yeah, the looks and all of that good. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, if you dumb as a bag of nails and I can't get a conversation after, you know what I'm saying, after we do what we do, then, eh, I'm on to the next. Mm-hmm. Now, when I go do something that intrigues my mind, you fucked up. And that's real rap. But other than that, thank you all for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? And... We on to the next, baby. Thank you for listening to Jen and the Girl on the Sound Structure Radio Network.